Adulting is hard. Whether you're working hard to make deadlines, meet expectations, or juggle responsibilities, you're always on the go. And even when you're not, you're still painfully aware of your own existence, crushed beneath existential dread, forever mired in the muck of mediocrity. Why not let go and have some fun with Colour Time? Playtime are now hosting a free-to-enter monthly colouring competition to bring together the community with art drawn by ABDL artists, including me. Let your inner child out and join in for the chance to win a $10 gift card with Playtime. Simply download the colouring page at playtime.link slash colour time, colour it however you want, and send it in before the deadline using the hashtag colour time for playtime. We'll pick the top five pages and the community votes for the winner on the Playtime Playground. Let yourself regress and see if you can stay in the lines. More information on the Playtime website. Welcome to recess time, guys. So uh, I'm Dylan. Everybody knows me. And I have two amazing special guests. We have Mommy Peach. Hello. And, and her partner, Mario. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, my, my big thing was because I saw you guys on Instagram. Actually, the same day I recorded... Um, like clown play with Barney, who's the producer and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, because it's like one of those things where I always find really funny when like life sets you up and you don't ever hear about anything. And as soon as you know about it, like you see it. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I see this adorable little with a giant red nose and like half his face <laughs> is painted. And I was like, oh my gosh, so I started stalking your guys' stuff. And I, like, I, I've been following you for like some time, didn't say anything, you know, kind of just saw your stuff here and there. But like, I was like, oh, I'm going to start digging deeper. And I was like, whoa, you guys are like super professional. And I like was like starting to do like a whole bunch of research on you guys. Aw, no, we're seriously flattered to, to be able to be out here with you. Sure. Um, no, we, we started kind of uh, talking about it, how how cool it was that you reached out. Like you and I really have never really talked much, but then when you approached me, you did. You mentioned that um, you know you were working with the the producer that was a little that is into clowns, and that has been something that my little's been into kind of secretly for a while now. And you know, I mean, I can even make not balloon animals. Yeah, no, not secretly so much anymore. But um, no, I even got into making balloon animals in order to kind yeah. of like indulge that side of him a little bit. So <laughs> it's not it's it's not by coincidence that we met, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> so like Mario, like how did you like kind of like creep that into the into like your guys' relationship? Because it's not oh. normally something like, hey, I'm oh. a clown. <laughs> Legit, we were we were driving uh, down the road one day. It was Christmas. Yeah, I just remember what we were doing. We were listening to the radio, and there was this couple talking on a podcast that we were listening to about um, they were painting their house, and their their sex life had been like a little lacking, and mm -hmm. it was kind of dull. And he was like, "So I was thinking of like a fun way to maybe sp sp spice things up um, spontaneously." And uh, this was an opportunity, he said, that he had 
while they were painting the house, he took some of the paint and put it on her nose. And then she took some and put it on his nose. And they like did a, he was like, it was very crude and very um, novice at the level that we were working with our face paint. He was like, but we did, we, we painted ourselves like clowns. We had an absolute blast. We had great, you know, a, a great romantic night afterward. And uh, it, it was fun in a very pure way. And it was, I, I, I was like, you know, it kind of sounds like what I already do and like an even more silly, fun kind of, you know, uh, just relaxing way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, that this is brilliant. I, I, I want to try this. You know, we're, 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 we're constantly having fun and laughing and humor plays a big part in our, our success in a relationship. Yeah, so adding clown play just kind of gets that silliness added into what we're already into with the ABDL stuff, you know, so... The innocence of the ABDL in the certain areas, and then you add the clown play into it, and you get a lot more giggles and laughs. And I mean, what's more childlike than balloon animals at a birthday party, right? Like, so for us, I all incorporated together and became kind of fluid. And um, I, I, the next time that one of our friends came over to hang out, we had a clown party, and we went to uh, um, the. Uh, the, the party supply store and got balloon animals and clown noses and white makeup and just made a whole big day of it. And it's been part of our little dynamic ever since. For instance, did you go to Ringling Brothers when you were a kid yourself? Uh, so I never bought, but I actually heard about this because uh, my co-host, who's not here today, he used to go to um, those things. That's and awesome. Barney um, was telling us about how... Um, they used to like allow you if you came like an hour earlier stuff you could like meet the clowns and stuff right. um that's what so it kind of draws in that nostalgic vibe too mm-hmm. that, that that we get on regularly i mean we, we almost break it off we hit it so much and, and uh, regression but um it i i, I did I, I went to i remember the circus coming to town and my parents taking me and it was i was terrified of clowns I remember going to a buffet as a kid, and uh, I wouldn't eat off the clown plate. I would scream and cry until they brought me a normal plate, because I was horrified of clowns. Now I really like them. Uh, (laughs) uh, Kind of a nostalgic, um, I don't know, connection to it for me, too. Uh, And and that's kind of what attracted me to it even more. Because she was like, no, drop it. We are not entertaining this. And I was like, well, just hear me out. And she was like, no, stop it. And then I started joking about it. And joking about it turned into, hey, Fine, I, buy me a costume. Let's do this. I got you. <laughs> I got you the same makeup Jack Nicholson wore in Joker. It's going to be here in three days to where we're at now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, like, how is the power dynamic between you guys with, like, clown play and, like, little play? Is there, like, a difference? For sure, for sure. Um, you know, like clown plays very, very minor of what we do. Like it might rear its head maybe like once or twice a month, if that, where he'll just joke about it or bring it in. But our 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 dynamic is um definitely more ABDL than anything. Um so our power exchange is extremely powerful um in and of itself to say it even alone the words kind of match, you know. Um it sees you as the lady of the house. For me, for me, I'll be honest with you, and this will kind of dive into me more as a person. Prior to meeting Mario, my life was not the same. Um I was not 
in control of my own anything. Um, it, down to even who I was allowed to be around in previous relationships. So to come into the relationship with him where not only was he submissive towards me, but he was respectful of me as um, kind of the alpha of the relationship. As, a, you know, being a mom, I have three children and I'm in charge of all of that. You know what I mean? Like everything that the real life struggles, the real life responsibilities, I take control of all of that. So I really needed to be able to kind of have that um, upper hand to feel comfortable after what my past was, where I had no control over anything. So it kind of gave me a comfort of knowing he needed me to do a lot of the, you know, responsibilities, um, not only in our like personal interactions, like as in a couple, but also in everyday life. So for us, our power exchange dynamic doesn't just limit to the little space side and what our play actually is. Like for us, it actually works its way in everyday life where I pretty much take on the role of being the woman of the house. And he does a lot of the things that you know, in a different kind of relationship, the roles are usually reversed. And <laughs> Um, you know, it's expected of, of the gentleman to go out and, 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 and be the breadwinner and do the hard work and the woman takes care of the home. And, and I do the same things, you know, I mean, I still come home and cook and clean and I'll participate in all of that. I do the same thing, but um, at the same time, I know my position is alpha in our relationship for the most part. So our um, dynamic really works well because he needs that almost the maternal figure to kind of help guide him through every day, everything's on top. Not that he's not capable of doing it himself. He is. He is more than capable um, of all of that. But for him, it's a comfort to have someone that kind of still steers him and gives him, you know, that guidance. So. Um, outside of play, like in the outside of the, the kink dynamic that we have, it works well in real life, but our, our real, our actual kink dynamic is a lot of fun for me, I think, because for once, um, I don't feel like I'm a toy being used. I feel like I get to kind of discover the control of, of learning myself and being kind of in, in power of even in like what the more adult play times, you know, um, it's healthy for me to kind of explore myself in that way, but to help, you know, kind of indulge his, his way of thinking as well in that power dynamic. So for me, it's kind of taking over and having control is very powerful for me. It's very satisfying for me in a way. Um, and I think for him, just being able to let go of the adult responsibilities and trust in that vulnerable position, you know, somebody that understands why he needs that, but that I don't abuse it. Um, mm -hmm. Don't put him in a position to feel like I, it's my way or the highway. I'm going to do it all my way. And you're going to bow and you're completely submissive at all times. And, and it's a compromise. It's, it's, a relationship. it's always a compromise. So our dynamic is something I like to make sure people understand that while yes, it's mommy and baby, we're a hundred percent 50, 50, like our roles together are, uh, he has just as much as say in our everyday you know, existence and what we do as I do. Our communication is impeccable. Exactly. And that's, that's the best part I think about our power exchange is that in order for that to work, to truly trust someone to take you over as an adult, your communication has to be amazing. Um, you really have to be thorough in talking through 
everything. Clown play too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even <laughs> that, as silly as it sounds to a lot of people, my limits on you know I'll do this and this and this, but I'm claustrophobic and a and a prosthetic nose ain't working for me. Yeah, she, she, like, she was a hard sell at first, but then like. You know, any other rabbit hole, if you get close enough to it and you lose your balance, you push you over. <laughs> now, yeah, it's so our power exchange dynamic is powerful, not only in, you know, the way I like to put it, it's not only in the bedroom, but in everyday life. Um, it's beneficial. We both thrive from, you know, what we gain from that. I want to move away from just all the sex and the kinks of, of this. And yeah. I would love to ask you guys a little bit more of like the quote unquote vanilla. Sure. And like normal life because, you know, that's, you know, sex is, it's amazing, but you know, sex isn't always everything. That's not all of it. That's uh -oh. not everything. And if you're focused on it being all of it, you're missing out. First off, I would love to know, how do you both describe each other? Oh, go ahead, honey. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I would describe Peach as driven um with a very bold streak of integrity and uh she's the genuine article um when i met her i knew there was something different about her from anyone i'd ever met um and it's just i don't know it's, just, it's the way she carries herself it's not so much a confidence especially back then as it is a, i don't it, it, Someone, uh, we, we met a very cool friend of ours in Utah, and uh, the way he put it was really cool. What was it exactly that he said whenever he met us? And he was like, I can tell that you're you're, you're different. You're good people. I, he said he called us old souls. Old souls. Yeah, yeah I guess. I guess old souls. It was almost like we'd met before. Like, I, I was talking to her, um, which we met on Bumble, and uh, it, it was like I'd met an old friend. So I would say... Extremely relatable, too, I guess, in a more condensed version. My apologies for rambling. Yeah. All right. So my description of Mario, first and foremost, charismatic. Um, everything about him, from the way he carries himself to the way he talks to people, how he relates to people, um, he'll make you feel like he's known you his entire life if he's met you for five minutes. Um, and that alone makes him... I guess magnetic. Um, he's a very magnetic. If, if, if anybody that walks in the room wants to go straight to him, and there's a reason for that. Um, there's the, the 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 smiles and the laughs, and he he just he'll he'll make um, even the worst situations a little bit better just by the way that he carries himself. Wow! Can um, I get this on recording? Yeah, you can get that on recording. I think it is on recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. But no, um, and uh, more so than that, he's very pure. He's a pure soul. Ultimately, deep down, all he wants to do is make other people happy. He wants to to um, to show, especially people in our community and our lifestyle, just how normal that you can be, and this can be a part of you. Um, to be involved in kink and to be involved in a specific avenue of it, like we are. Um, he likes to, to kind of portray that there's nothing wrong with you vibe. You can totally be into this stuff and be normal when you walk out the door. And that is very, it's endearing to me. That makes me uh, want to be a part of it even more because I know 
that, you know, his ultimate goal is just to kind of share the acceptance. And that's a huge thing for me is to know that his heart is so open that he would love anyone that, you know, you, you know, you hear the whole phrase, he would, he would give a shirt off his back to anybody that needed it and, and go cold without it. You know, he would do that. But more so than that, he'll show you just how important you are in the world without even needing to, like, you don't even have to ask for it. So, you know, he's a very pure soul. Um, his, his motives are always good. Um, charismatic, magnetic, good, good person, just all around. But not only that, but he can uh, definitely make some heads turn when he wants to. So um, he's got all, he's a whole package. He's as sweet as can be on every level. Gosh, I love that. That's so you know, amazing. I'm, I can't get enough. Even we're, we're about five years in and every time he walks in the room, my heart melts and I'm like, how the heck are you with me? You know? And he says the same thing a lot of times. He's like, I don't get it. I, I have a diaper fetish and you're, you're, you're with me. And I'm like, no, I, I don't know why you picked me. Like, I think ultimately for us, that's what makes us work is that neither of us really feel, um, that we have the upper hand, you know what I mean? It's not that you're lesser than me. If anything, you're not only are you equal, but you're above me um, in the way that I view you. So yeah, he's the he's whole package and a little more. Plus, you know, the padding helps. Uh, yeah, loyal. <laughs> um, and um, I think that the, the loyalness has a lot to do with it too. And I mean, the, the communication, she's, she's um, phenomenally smart. She, she's, one of the smartest people I've met. Um, there is. We can gush all day, but I'm pretty sure they don't want to hear yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> so, um, you guys said that you guys met on Bumble, yeah. right? It was Bumble, right? So, yeah. um, how long did you guys like communicate before you guys decide? Like, you're like, you know what? Like, that's the person I want to be with. So it's actually kind of funny. We talked for about a month just through text, um, mm -hmm. just messaging back and forth. You know, when you first start a relationship, it's a lot of fun. You look at your phone like every five seconds to see if they sent you a message. We did that for about a month. And um, there was actually a point that he was supposed to come over and hang out for a couple of hours. And I got sick and I literally texted him and I, he was like I would come over just for a kiss right now and I was like dude I sound like a donkey like I am so sick I sound like a farm animal right now you don't want to come over and he was like it's okay really it's okay and I was like but I'll get you sick just wait give me a couple more days and you can come over um and that that was right about a month before he finally came over to hang out um but he came over that night to hang out. That's the first night he came over to my house was the night I learned about ABDL. So we were about a month into talking. Um, and before we'd actually like decided we were going to be anything. And that first time of coming over by the end of the night, he brought his backpack up with an AB Universe SDK <laughs> and it was over. Like that was for me a realization of you just trusted me with your most sacred secret. And for him, I'm, I'm kind of speaking out of turn by talking for him, but um, for him, that was the moment that he gave his darkest secret to someone and they didn't run. Exactly. So um, <laughs> I think at that moment, it kind of clicked for the both of us that like, you're not going to be a stranger. Uh, we're, we're, we're not just going to meet once or twice. Like this is going to go somewhere. And I know for me, I never talked to anyone else after that. There was no more like looking for somebody there. You know, he... He gave me a little bit of everything, the real life talk, the, you know, the understanding of his everyday 
live. And then he showed me his most deepest, darkest secret. He trusted me with that. And that was so endearing that I was like, I'm there. Let's do this. I got one. I got one thing to say before we had to break. So speaking on that, I, my sex therapist said something to me once because uh, when I first was dating my boyfriend, he was, you know, we were getting all frisky and stuff and he vomited on me and oh, he yeah. thought, he thought I was going to be done and stuff. But as a caring person, I am, I just hold my hand out and I just like, it's okay. And I just like, Go for it. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, it's okay. Cause he like vomited. I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, let's go clean up. And he's like, Oh my God, I just, I'm single again. And I was, and so when I told my therapist about it, she went, well, after you hit that, like that hill, you can't get any weirder than that. I was like, you're correct. Yeah. 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 You can relate then when you kind of lay out your most vulnerable side to someone and you show them all the, you know, warts and all, you know, as the phrase goes, you show them everything. And there's like, no, that's cool. I'm here that you kind of know where you're at with that person. And that's mm -hmm. the solidarity that, you know, solidification of you didn't run and that was weird. And you should have run like that's a big one. That acceptance too. is integral to the feeling of love. Yeah. Um, to, to know you're with somebody who accepts you, uh, you know, that, 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 that thinks the sun shines out of your ass, even on the stormiest <laughs> of days. Oh. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, when yeah, so uh, there's something about this person that makes me want to be happy. Yeah. Without me trying to be happy. That's when you know you got something. For sure. So we're going to hit, hit, hit some breaks okay. and we will come back. Hey, little one. It's Barney from Playtime. Now, I know you like playing pretend, whether that's being a superhero or being big. But all before lights out because you've got a bedtime. Well, what if I told you you get to play pretend whenever you like, wherever you are? Storytime is a weekly event with a bedtime story read to you by Little Casey on the events channel in the Playtime Playground Discord server or on Twitch at Playtime Co. Each week, delve into tales of adventure and friendship with short stories designed to help you let go and enjoy a world of wonder. And don't worry if you miss out, Storytime will also be recorded so you can listen wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Storytime is at 7.30pm Eastern Standard Time on Discord and on Twitch. Come play pretend. Welcome back, guys. Okay, so I call you Miss Peach because I always feel like that's super respectful and stuff. <laughs> so, um, what? So, what's a mommy really? Okay, so I'm gonna be real with you. That is a very blanketed term, and for me, it's kind of a two-part question. Um, okay. Mommy to Mario is one thing for me. Being a mommy professionally is another thing. Um, so being a mommy to Mario for me, ultimately what my role is for him is what you would consider any kind of a caregiver. Um, I provide for him a kind of nurturing and love and acceptance to him being little. Um, I, I, I cater to that side. I do diaper changes. We do little space play. Um, I give him kind of that indulgence of, of, of a lack of responsibility, of no decisions, of all of that. So for us personally, it's one thing. Uh, for me as a professional mommy, it's a totally different thing. 
obviously I'm not in any kind of relationship with them. We are very monogamous. Uh, so like the, 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 there are some mommies out there that are polyamorous and that is fabulous. I think that is such a cool dynamic, but for me personally, it isn't for me. What I do, the way I describe it to all of my clients or potential clients is if a mom or a babysitter would do it for you, that's what I will provide. Absolutely nothing sexual, but anything outside of that, nurturing, loving, even down to humiliation play, um, I'm there for it. I will, I will participate in it. Um, there are limits, obviously, and boundaries within my personal relationship that I will never cross. But um, so being a mommy, but in the physical form, that's what it is. But ultimately what I do is I give those that are into this lifestyle an escape. I give them the opportunity for just a little bit to escape the adult responsibilities of the stress of everyday life. They're able to let go of the, the bills, the, the loss, the, 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 you know, the terrible things going on in the world. All of those things are forgotten for just a small period of time where they can let go of it and be taken care of by someone else. Their every need is, is catered to outside of the sexual side, but there that, you know, you're hungry, you're thirsty. That's for me to take care of the diaper changes. That's for me to take care of bathing, bedtime routine, all of that. And I'm taking care of your boredom. There's playtime, there's video games. If you're of that age bracket, you know, there's all kinds of things that are provided for you to give you just for a small period of time, the ability to forget how terrible and scary adult life can be for some people. And some people don't need the escape of a scary or terrible thing. They just want to let go of responsibility for just a short period of time. So what I do as a mommy is to give them that indulgence in a safe and non-judgmental kind of environment. They don't have anything to worry about. When they come to me, their secrets are safe. Uh, you know, they're they're 100% non-judged and I get what they're into. I understand why they're into it. So, you know, it kind of gives them that the indulgence of what it would be like to have a caretaker um, to come to me professionally. Yeah, I can't be there for you full time, but I'll give it to you for the amount of time we're together. And it can kind of break up the monotony of everyday real world life, which is not always a good time. So how did you become like, what made you decide that, you know, you were going to become a professional mommy? Because like, that's just not, to me, that's just not something you go, I'm just going to be one. Right. Yeah, no, like, you, you know, there's usually yeah. steps. We, uh, I'll take this one over for a second. I'll give it back to you. <laughs> um, when I met her, she was, I mean, mine, I was like, you didn't see anything. You did. You haven't seen someone dress up like this for Halloween. You ha you didn't see the CSI episode. You didn't see any of the, the mentions on TV or in cartoons or no, totally missed every one. I said, but you said yourself, you've seen every single CSI episode, every single one of them, right? At that time, yeah. I had her watch King Baby, and she said, I have no idea where that came from. They didn't air that on TV. That was the one she did not. So, I mean, no idea. When she found out about this, it was like dipping your toe in the hot tub and realizing, ooh, it's just the right temperature. Cannonball. Like, she was ready to immerse herself. Well, um, what she started off doing was um, talking about possibly making clothing, <laughs> like a onesie. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's a great mm -hmm. idea. I someone who's got a sewing machine. I'll bring it to you. And she was like, yeah, you know, I'm a drama girl. So I, I used to uh, sew costumes and whatnot. I was like, okay, great. So 
I'm going to get you this machine and you're going to be able to sew all these amazing onesies and we're going to have a business. And she was like, yeah, that's, that, that's what we're going to do. That's not how it turned out. No, I wasn't meant to make clothes. <laughs> that was not for me, unfortunately. Miss Peach is very good at a lot of things, but one of them is no longer sewing. Nope, not for me. And that's okay, because I still love her. <laughs> um so she was kind of disheartened about that, a little discouraged. And she's like, well, you know, I was really looking, I was, I was looking forward to it too. But I mean, you made some awesome mistakes um, <laughs> on on your, she, she had this uh, cut, try, uh, um, it was rec- a cardboard. Rec- well, you had a rectangle cut out of fabric too, that you, I came home one day and you're like, look, I, <laughs> she, she put it on every setting and did a line. She's like, look, I did a line of every setting. Now, this thing looks like a, spaceship and had so many buttons um i was like wow very very good very good um so i came to her one night and after doing <laughs> something, and i was like you know i know something you could do and uh it's gonna be a lot different than making onesies and she was like well what are you talking about i was like there are people out there who want to experience this and they will go the distance to do it. Um, and by that, obviously, there was the question of, would you ever consider being a professional mommy to other people? Yeah, no, I, the day he looked at me, he was like, well, you can babysit other people. And I was like, wait, what do you mean by that? And, I, and the, the question he always tells everyone that I asked after that was, you ready for that one? Uh, go ahead. No, it was, um, my question to him was, you mean people would pay me to change their diapers? And he laughed like a hyena. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, no, seriously, like, why, why are you laughing? That ain't funny. Like, I gotta, <laughs> what are you, what are you giggling for? And, um, no, he was like, not only will they pay you, but you can make a living off of this if you want to. And I was like, well, first of all, no, I don't want to, I want to do this as, you know, a side thing to start with, you know, I'm not going to die full force. I, 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 I need to make sure that I can, I can feed our family on this, you know, and, and I can't do that until I know what I'm doing. So I started and it started really slow. I'm not going to lie. I really had to pay my dues. I had to like, I had to show I knew what I was doing and you know, it took a while. It, it wasn't overnight. It wasn't something that just flourished out of nowhere. Um, it took a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of contact, a lot of reaching out to people, a lot of, you know, finding littles that were into this, that were looking for something like what I offered, but I really had to build up a reputation to get to where I am now. Um, I had to, you know, go to the, the, the motel without, it, 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 not not ideal settings, you know what I mean? Like to provide this kind of service for people because, uh, you know, at that point I wasn't, I, I, I really wasn't, I wasn't known yet. They didn't know who I was. They didn't know who they were paying for. And still to this day, like, don't get me wrong. I'll go wherever you need me to go to provide this kind of service as long as I'm safe. You know, I mean, I don't have any reason not Mommy to. Mommy Peach's medicine show. Right. Uh, you know, I'll travel and go to you as long as it, you know, it's covered for it. But I, I ultimately, the beginning side of it was, I'm going to do this on this side. I'm going to, you know, meet some people that need this kind of caregiver role and I'm going to give it to them and see what happens. And that turned into, um, well, I'm, I'm enjoying this more. I'm putting more time into this than I was my normal career as a nurse. You're and I was, good at it. Well, yeah. and I enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was, it was natural for me. I went from mommying him to leaving the room and mommying someone else, you know? So it really, it was, it was fun for me. And that's how I came what it is now, you know, we packed it up from Southern Illinois and moved to Miami beach. And, you know, that was the reason we did it was because we had a location that was more open for people to travel to. Um, it was, a, it was a destination spot instead of some random place in the middle of nowhere. Uh, more people come in this area. So, you know, it kind of became a, um, uh, more of our focus and less of a side job. And that's kind of where we've, we've, ended it now or where we're at now with it is that, you know, it's, it's our focus. It's our everyday life. You know, this is what, what we prioritize our, our being around is, is, is providing these services to littles that need it. Talking about like, his, um, from like when you were starting all this, um, as a mommy, did you ever have like any backlashes and stuff? Cause I know when I see like people's like mommy, this, this, I'm usually like restrict, um, unfollow, you know, show me something that, you know, that, says you're like legitimate person who you really are and you're not just trying to like scam me right so let me be a hundred percent real with you and forgive me i'm going to use this time as kind of a platform scammers and fakes are ridiculous you guys and they're everywhere the sad part about what i notice every single day is um the first interaction most people have when they see the name mommy peach is you're a scammer you're a fraud and all you're after is my money and there's a reason for that they are there's 10 to every one real one there are so many more scammers and fakes out there that are going to use you and and abuse you and do everything they can to take you for everything you're worth. And it's going to give you a bad taste in your mouth for every mommy that there is. So, yes, when I started, I was viewed as just another one of those. It's going to take you for everything and that I don't know what I'm doing and that I'm not in the lifestyle. That's if they thought we were real. If Yeah, if they thought I was who I said I was which was rare if they even believed that. So I kind of started um, paying more attention to the way I portrayed myself, even in like minuscule hello, goodbye interactions. Like anybody that messages me, I'm very careful with how I approach it to start with because um, you're going to have any, there, there's some, some major red flags with any kind of fake mommy that's out there. They're everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of identifying characteristics that are pretty obvious and they're across the board. And even though I wasn't putting that out there, there's such a bad taste in too many people's mouths when they hear the word mommy, because um, anytime they get an ad for that, you know, it's uh, if someone, hey, I'm gonna follow you. And it says, mommy, so oh, they're after my money. Immediately it's, oh, they're they're just after, they're, they're not a real person or they wouldn't put that on there. Um, Unfortunately, because there are a good handful of us out here that are not that way. And, and I'm blessed to be in, in connection with a lot of amazing mommies. And we all kind of get that same initial response until, you know, until your name kind of spreads or people know who you are or they've had good interactions with you. You have that, you, you have to break that, that perception of what a mommy is. And uh, yeah, you, you, well, the way you said it, there's a big backlash um, immediately when you come on the scene, especially if you're new, that you're automatically a fake. You know, prove who you are, give me a reason to believe you. Um, and that was a struggle for me at first because I was a little offended. You know, I was like, wait a minute, I'm a lifestyle mommy. I'm not just a professional. I'm also in this every day. But then I started to know why. And, you know, I've gotten even recently in the last couple of weeks, um, there's, a, there's a person on Instagram that uses my picture to try to verify who they are. 
uh, to people and it'll be, hey, we'll send me a picture of you. And it'll be, wait a minute, I know that person. That's Mommy Peach. That's not, you're not saying you're Mommy Peach. So they'll come and ask me, hey, did you make another account? Mm -hmm. No, I absolutely did not. Um, you're talking to a scammer. So uh, the big thing I think that frustrates me within that, that whole concept is that a lot of times people are afraid to go to those who claim themselves to be a professional in the community. Someone like me or others that do sessions in person or virtually or anything like that. They're so scared because they think there's no way I can afford you. If you're a real professional in this community, there's no way I can afford you. What's sad. And even as so recently as yesterday, I got this message from someone. I spent $2,000 in the last six months on a scammer and they, they took me for all I'm worth and then threatened to blackmail me. And I, my, my response to that immediately was, well, why are you coming to me after the fact? If you had come to me before the fact, you wouldn't have blown $2,000 on a faker. You would have had a round trip flight back and forth to Miami and a day's worth of time with me, you know, for that amount of money. Like you're, you're, you're where they're so worried that, um, you know, they're going to have such a crazy expense. They need to start asking questions. And that's the biggest way I think for these people to be able to differentiate between what's a scam and what's real. Ask the right questions do your research but ultimately take your time there is no reason to rush into sending someone money and if they're immediately selling telling you and selling themselves as pay me fifty dollars and you can be my baby and i'm gonna send you diapers if you do it if it's too good to be true y'all it's too good to be true it's not real there are going to be those of us out there that are going to talk to you like a human being and get to know you first before we'll ever accept any kind of payment because we're not going to give you our cash app until we know you exist so like or that you're serious about it we're not going to waste our time you know no, without knowing what your intentions are before we offer you services so um yeah it's it's a very common problem and I think it can be eliminated if people do their research and they ask the right questions and they, they take their time, but they also are, um, they're, they're not lazy with it. I think that that's a commonality too, that a lot of people are so ready and desperate for finding a caregiver that they're going to risk it all to be scammed. And 98% of it is a scam. Um, and that's the saddest part. So, yeah, I did. I faced a lot of backlash in the beginning because I was just another name that they'd never heard of. But as time has progressed, you know, I've started to kind of, you know, I've been doing this for four years. And my, you know, my, my, my biggest. You have a nickname now. Yeah. Peachy yeah. Pants. I'm Peach Pants. <laughs> no, um, like I've got, I've finally gotten to a place where people, I have references. I have reviews. I have experience with it that they can go ask other people that are tagged in a lot of my reviews on my Instagram and my Fat Life page to find out if I'm real and what their experience was like when they were with me. And I do that on purpose. And I think it's also important to encourage if you're looking for a caregiver, don't be afraid to ask for a reference and don't be afraid to ask for a review. Now, that's not to say that there won't be new ones on the scene. They're going to be new ones. They're going to come in. And we're going to question them at first, and then we're going to be so glad they're here because there are so many littles that need a caregiver that it's crazy for there not to be more real ones out there. And but, there's so many awesome people out there who haven't sure. embraced this yet. Yeah. Who haven't and, given it the chance, who haven't, like... They were a me. They don't even know about it yet. But they'll get there. And that's the coolest part. But I think that 
Um, even if nobody has a review or if that person doesn't have a review or a reference, that's totally cool. If you can talk to that person and get comfortable with them and they're not charging you just to speak to them, like there's your biggest red flag, send me $50 and you can be my baby. And I'll say, no, 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 adds up you all that that's no, <laughs> that's not how it works. And we know that those of us that are real in the community really do. We are, we're aware of that yeah. um, and we know how to approach it. But another thing that I can always advise is specific pictures if you say, hey, um, give me a peace sign with a, a baby bottle and a, a, an AB Universe diaper, all in one picture, because you can't replicate that uh, just by going on Instagram or, or Google to find a picture that's got all of those specific items. That's going to give you an idea this person's real. And really, like, get specific on verification. Kind of get, you know, do your research, guys, because that's going to save you from losing $2,000 to somebody that isn't real. And I, I made a a post on Instagram the other day, my biggest advice, a professional mommy PSA. When you're talking to a professional or someone you're considering sending money to, if at a time you ever are scammed, if you would not go back to them for advice on how to handle it, don't send them the money to start with. Because the, the ones you're going to go to at the end to advise you and, and, and be there for you and tell you what to do and why you got scammed and how to avoid it next time, they're going to be the ones that you should have trusted in the first place because they're going to, they know what they're doing. You know, um, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for in this community. Um, if you want to make shortcuts and cut corners, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get shortcuts and corners cut. Um, but if you pay for someone that knows what they're doing, you end up benefiting from that because what you get out of it, the experience that you get out of it is actually what you're looking for. Um, so you kind of, you kind of talked about it, but do you feel discriminated against? because of the fact you're a mommy and a lot of like Instagram accounts literally will say no mommies. Discriminated against? No, I don't blame them at all. I'm with them on the understanding of why they're doing it. If it were me and I was a little in the community and I got a bunch of messages from fake mommy accounts, I would do the same thing. I think, I mean, I can't, I can't speak from experience cause I'm not a little, but I can tell them that I do understand why that they do that. The difference for me, I think, is that um, given my role in the community, our page is a lot of content that deals with him as a little, not just me as a mommy. So because of that, they kind of are a little more lenient on when they, when they look at my profile picture, it's me and him together. It's not just some random female in a picture. Um, so there's a lot less confusion of whether... I am actually in the lifestyle. It's obvious that by my profile that I am. But not only that, I if if, if people have been abused by a different professional, quote unquote, mommy, a scammer or a fake person, um, they 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 have experience that causes them to feel that way against those providers. Hey, that's fair. I I, I can't imagine being taken for that much money and given nothing in return except embarrassment and and a, and a bruise to my ego. Um, I don't blame them at all. So no, I don't feel discriminated against. What I do feel is a necessity to educate people. Um, in order for me to stop those things from happening and people having those types of experience, I got to get my voice out there to educate them on how to avoid it. And that's why I do things like what I'm doing with you today is I don't mind to sit down and give some information out because if that means that you guys have a different perception of what a professional mommy can be, sign me up. Or clown. Or clown. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for it, because um, informing not just our community, but those outside of our community of just how beautiful and pure this lifestyle can be. That's my ultimate goal. Yes, I do it for a living, but I didn't start that way. I started out trying to make this lifestyle accepted and happy for the man I was in love with. I wanted to give him what he was looking for. It just progressed into me becoming a professional. And by, by, by me having that experience with him, it, it you it know. It was mutually beneficial to us. Yeah. It gave you a piece that you were looking for. You wanted to be sure. needed and yeah. uh, counted on and trusted. And I you, needed that. And I didn't yeah. know it. But no, it started out with me just doing that. So I do understand the the sour taste in everyone's mouth for a professional mommy. My goal is to try to change that. And and and, and I'm not going to sit back and be like, how dare you? I'm a mommy. No, I, I don't. I th That's fine. I understand everybody's position on that. But in order for me to change the perception, that's where I got to start work. I got that's that's my job now. It's important to stay humble. Do right for sure. Yourself. Myself and to make sure that I portray who I am so they don't have to look at me in that light and to show that there are others like me out there. We're just not we're not seen because of the cloud that's put over that, you know, the concept of what a pro mommy is. Um, so yeah, my, I, I, I feel a duty, I guess, to, to try and educate at this point, to be the voice for the normal side of this and that, you know, to, to, to kind of show that there is a good thing about being a mommy and, you know, to kind of erase that, that bad perception and replace it with a good one. So as a professional educator of kinks, and being a mom of three, do you ever like feel a fear that one day your kids will see what the community is and see you guys and connect those dots? So that's actually a really good question. And um, I think that this is on the mind of a lot of people in our community that participate in the ABDL lifestyle. What do you do when you got a family? Um, I'm a normal everyday girl with three children that are my entire world outside of my fourth child, which is, you know, this one, but, um, I, they are what keep the air in my lungs and my world spinning. You know, I, I live to give them everything, but mommy's human. Okay. And mommy is going to be involved in things that aren't appropriate for children ever. And that's not just in a kink lifestyle setting. I'm going to be real with you here. Um, there is never anything that you do in your own bedroom that your kids should be involved in. I think everybody can agree with that. Um, whether mm -hmm. it's the most simple um, um, enjoying sex toys together, that, 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 that they should never see it. You, you keep it discreet. Um, if you enjoy bondage, keep it discreet. Don't let them be a part of it. Same thing with this lifestyle. Now, you know, there is a difference between us doing it at home in our bedroom and us doing it professionally. But ultimately, the way that I look at it is if my children find us on Instagram on an account that they shouldn't be finding us on, then there's a problem with my parenting. Um, I should be keeping them from that. And if I haven't, then what they find is I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to own it. Um, it's not for them to see, just like it's not for our other family members to we've see. We've taken enough flack already for it to know how to defend ourselves. Exactly. People come at us. Exactly. And and the real or the, or the kids are like, what is this? Well, I mean, how how deep do you want to get today? Because I hope you can swim. That's it. And and ultimately, our kids are still young enough that they're not um, curious yet of anything mm -hmm. of the nature. Yeah, yeah. Um, what we say, they believe as gold. You know, I mean, there's no. We're very, very careful. From it as they should be. Exactly. We're very, very careful to keep the two sides of our existence separate. 
But there have been, it's trial and error on figuring out how to make it a part of your daily life in a vanilla setting It's just well. like any other controversial thing in society. You yeah. know, it exists. Yeah. Do you need to obsess about it? No. no. Yeah. It's, it's, that's the whole point. Um, do I feel ashamed of what I do? Absolutely not. Um, do I want my children to find it? Not till they're old enough. But once they're old enough, when I explain it to them of what it actually is in a way of how I've learned of what it is, um, it's a sad world when we automatically judge something because we don't understand it. But let me put it to you on a very real level. I have now actually within the last couple of months, it's gone from about 75% to 80% of my clients are veterans. And they have looked to this lifestyle and this um, side of themselves as a coping mechanism or a therapeutic release of letting go of the struggles of what they've dealt with, of the stress of everyday life, of the, the, um, the scary life things that they've been a part of, their experiences. And they look to this as a way of um, letting go of that, that expectation, that, that responsibilities, and kind of just going back to being a child for just a minute just a little bit. And when I can look at my kids and say, you know, I've gotten somebody through their bachelor's degree. I've gotten someone off the ledge of wanting to kill themselves. Truth is always stranger than fiction. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Now, I mean, I'll put it to you very, very, very real. Um, I, we had a gentleman that came and spent a couple days with us um, back in Illinois. And his comment to me was, after this, if I didn't feel accepted and loved in your driveway before I left, I wasn't going to make it to my next destination. And he's like, I have every plan to make it there because what you've done for me here makes me know that I'm normal. And um, for my children eventually to hear that, when they look at what I've done, they're not going to see it as I diapered people. They're going to see it as I help people to accept who they were that nobody else would accept. Um, so the sexual side of it or, you know, all the kink side of it and all of that, that's going to take a little bit of, of ex explanation, I think. But ultimately, at the end of the day, they're going to understand why well, I did what I did. That's the thing. This is no different, no different than the birds and the bees. Once you understand it, okay, we move on. That's that, right. That exists in the world. Great. Right. Fantastic. And it's not for them. We don't make we don't make our content for people to see it that we don't that aren't a part of this. No. Um, and, and, and if they come across it, then they have the option to either indulge or turn away. And it'll be the same kind of thing. You know, I don't expect my kids to be squares. But if they turn out to be a little bit more conservative in their behavior than me, that's fine. Look the other way, sweetheart. I didn't ask you to watch. Um, but I, I don't feel any kind of shame for what we offer. If anything, I'm very proud of what we offer because I've been able to give him that acceptance. And I've been able to give others that acceptance. And so for me, that's what it's about. My final question for you guys. Um, what advice would you give people that are interested or curious? One, about mommies and um the abdl slash clown or any other communities that you're kind of a part of i'll tell you this for anybody listening that's involved in this that feels fear of any kind being involved in this um take it from someone who's family and friends that would have never been expected to treat me the way they did wound up treating me continue to be true to yourself there's nothing wrong with you do that you know what they're just they're, they're they're not to they're not meant to be on your bus to where you're going so you keep going you keep doing what you're doing keep being yourself because at the end of the day you're only going to regret it if you're not true to yourself um 
and give give peace a chance if you come see if you if, if if you do meet someone don't be afraid to let them know that this is a part of you don't don't be afraid to engage in healthy conversation healthy communication um don't be afraid to put a pillar up like that in a relationship with someone that's that's mine what's yours okay so first of all if you're looking for a mommy um be aware of what you're looking for don't be vague when you start a conversation with someone and it could possibly lead to something like that be open about your intentions because the most disappointing part i think for a lot of people is to start um kind of down that path with somebody and then mention it and be disappointed that that person wasn't looking for something like that. So communication, A, number one, no matter what your interaction is, if it's just a friend or someone that you potentially see in a position like that, communicate well from the start. Um, at the same time, I'm kind of going to elaborate on what you had to say there. There are going to be people that are going to find out about this side of you that aren't going to enjoy it. They're not going to like it. They're not going to be happy with it. They're going to talk down to you about it. And you made a good point when you said that they're not meant to be on your bus. There are people that come into your life that are meant to be there for a, a certain period of time. Yeah, they're not going where you're going. Don't be afraid to make different connections with new people and find your tribe. Find your tribe. That's a big thing. Find those, you know, surround yourself with people that are like-minded in what kind of acceptance you need. Um, whether it may be ABDL, maybe it's the clown stuff, maybe it's different kinds of kinks, maybe you're more into the BDSM, maybe you're more into the submissive slave side, you know, whatever it may be that you're into. And don't criticize yourself too hard. Yeah, whatever you do, find those that understand it and stop being scared to look for them because um, you're gonna find them at the right time. But keep looking. Keep looking. Don't give up. Don't slow down. Don't stop that train from looking for those that are meant to jump on board. Just because you have a bad experience, you know, our, our family personally um, provided us the ammunition and motivation to move from where we were a thousand miles away because they um, were trying to hurt us with what we do. And yeah, it was hard to pack it up and move away from everything we had ever known. But the, the, uh, the benefits and the rewards from what we did and becoming more true to who we were and living the life we wanted to and removing the negativity and removing the, the judgment has given us so much peace. Forget that. You know what? Forget the rest of it. Like the, none of that matters anymore. And it's hard while you're going through it, but don't give up. At the end of the day, you need, to, you need to be happy with who you are when you fall asleep. And if that means, you know, starting over for some people, do it. And if you're alone, if you're all by yourself, if you feel lonely, if you're depressed, know that at the end of the day, it's better than being around toxic people. When you're by yourself, you're in good company. That's right. And there are others like us out there that are going to be ready to welcome you and, and with open arms and show you just how normal you are. So yeah. my biggest advice is don't give up and don't, don't, don't be scared of who you are. Accept it, embrace it, and explore it. What and have some fun when you do. It can be a good time if you really, if you, if you learn who you are, your life is going to be so much more rewarding than if you, you know, you just try to live with everybody else's rules and, their, and live to, play their game, play your own game. Don't be afraid to say yes. That's right. So I have one final say, thing to say. It's something that my father said because he makes TikToks. Um, you don't have to understand it to to support somebody That's or right. you don't have to understand to love someone but we must end Reese's time okay um, so where can 
our listeners um, follow you guys at or find you? We have a couple different platforms. My best social platform, if they want to talk about, you know, like sessions or details or anything like that is going to be Instagram because of the instant messenger. Um, if you want to just chat about things, Instagram is my best place. I am at Mario fan mama 64 on Instagram. If you want to find our FetLife page, which is going to have a little bit more of the dark age play side, a little bit more, you know, obviously Instagram's not very kind to certain elements of age play. Um, so if you want to find a little bit more of that, it's going to be on FetLife. And we are MarioFan64 Mommy on there. A little confusing. Um, yeah, <laughs> but if, if they find me on one of the platforms, I'll, I'll give them the rest. But my email. Email is going to be the best place to reach me um, if you want to talk sessions, if you want to talk information about sessions or anything of that nature. And that's an easy one. It's MarioFanMama, M-A-M-A, 64 at gmail.com. So MarioFanMama, 64 at gmail.com. That's going to be your best place to reach me if you're interested in information about sessions or even to book one. Sweet. And then, of course, everybody knows mine. Um is instagram is dylan blake underscore official and twitter is blake dylan i appreciate you guys taking the time and like us working out a, a time that we can both meet so thank you guys thank you too thank you very much yeah let me say a big thank you again um giving us the opportunity and the honor of being here today um it means the world to us, and we're so thankful for the opportunity to kind of be a voice for those that are a little scared to be the voice for themselves. So thank you so much. We had an awesome time, and I hope we answered your questions. True. <laughs>